just started a new podcast uh-huh. um, called Young Heretics. And it's by um, Spencer Claven. Okay. Who's the son of son of Andrew Claven. Why does that um, name sound from, familiar? Andrew Claven works for Daily Wire with Ben oh, Shapiro and Matt okay, Walsh and yeah. Michael Knowles. Okay. And so um, Spencer Claven is an absolute genius. Um, got his degrees in ancient Greek philosophy and um oh it's i am loving his podcast i just started it this morning um, but i got his book how to save the west or or something to that effect okay. and i started reading it last night and it was absolutely phenomenal i was like and so i looked him up it's the only book he's written so far but he also has the podcast and it's like yes what's the podcast called again young heretics oh, pardon me um, not seeing that. I'm seeing him as a special guest on others, but then I'm yeah. on Spotify. Let's see. I would imagine it would probably be on Spotify. Oh my word! Okay, get it out before we record. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there he is. Oxford edu Oxford educated. Wow, yeah, he did okay. his undergrad at Yale and then his graduate studies at Oxford. Wow. Okay. In fact, I I went all the way back to the beginning. So his first podcasts are in 2020. His second podcast is about the book of Isaiah. And he says at, near the beginning of the of the podcast mm -hmm. uh, because he compares and contrasts it to the Iliad, which is it was super cool. It was super cool. Huh. Um but he says, okay, disclaimer on the front end. I got my master's and my graduate studies at Oxford in England. So okay. I pronounce it Isaiah. I'll do my best to say Isaiah. But I, he's like, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to re, relearn how to speak Merkin. Merkin. <laughs> love it. It's like, I love this guy. Sounds like a and very he speaks with like guy. the most sultry, deep voice. It's. Oh. Okay. This is my this is my man. You're very man alone. <laughs> I have a new celebrity crush, and he's not even a celebrity. <laughs> what do they call that? A bromance? Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you about the staff retreat I went to? No. And they had us fill out like a questionnaire of like getting to know you type questions okay like what what was your favorite song in high school like a little bit more obscure ones than mm -hmm. just what's your favorite bible verse okay and then um one of them was like who is your celebrity crush <laughs> and i was like number one i don't do that that's yeah, yeah. but number two i'm gonna i'm gonna be in a room full of christian ministers mm. That that's not really appropriate. Mm -hmm. Um and so I put Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because it was I wanted it to be intentionally off putting and intentionally <laughs> evasive. <laughs> and so when it got around to my turn and I answered that question, I said, From everything I've seen online, he's a really great dad and a really great husband and and uh, mm -hmm. kind of inspiring mm. and so they were like oh okay but 
I was literally the only guy who who dodged the question by doing something like that. All the rest of them said these whatever hot babes. I don't I don't know oh, most no. actor actresses names. But I was like, I'm not sure we should be doing this. Yeah. It, it, it can can go into that idolization kind of thinking and just yeah, I, I and even just the more inappropriate of going, oh, I've got a crush. So it's, exactly, it's got some sort of sexual undertone to it. It's like, eh, I don't know. Exactly, yeah. and like, why are are we actually encouraging uh, looking at people besides our spouses? Right. Are, are we doing that right now? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, it's funny because Heather and I have had that same kind of conversation through the years, and um, uh, if there was at least one that I would come close to say admire. I admire this guy enough to where I would, I've read some of his biographies and I've actually listened to some of his interviews and I would, would give weight to what he has to say. And I would give weight to the behavior and the attitude that he had. And that was Jimmy Stewart. So anytime somebody, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That guy, was absolutely extraordinary to me. Um, I remember first seeing him, I believe it was uh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington with my grandmother. Mm -hmm. And No, no, excuse me. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Young kid. That was the first thing I saw. But the, yeah. the next thing I saw with him was It's a Wonderful Life, I believe. And, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. And then, of course, all of his other. I knew what you meant. And it just... The way he presented himself, it's not Charles Bronson coming in with a machine gun. And it's it's not um, Chris Pratt coming in with his kind of dirty jokes. It's it's a very quiet gentleman. Gentleman. Who, who can make truth, honesty, and integrity look good. And look, look to the point where... There's something about him that acts as gravity. He pulls you in. He's got that quiet confidence, but this quiet magnetism that just draws you in and you go, what has he got to say? Right? And there, you remember those old, did you ever see those old Mar Dean Martin roasts? No. No. Dean Martin, he was a drunk. <laughs> um, he, right. He, he, he would set up this dais. Right. And it was his long table and he'd invite all of these actors and celebrities, even politicians. It was nuts. The, the kind of the diversity he had on that day is and he, they would roast a person. It would be the man of the hour, man of the day, man of the month, man of the year, stuff like that. And when they got Jimmy, um, when they got Jimmy, I saw this whole thing. I've seen it more than once. I, that's me being geeky. Anyways, everybody got up. Now, there was one guy who was known as Paul Little. He was the impersonator of his day. And um, he's, of course, standing there and he's, he's impersonating Jimmy. Well, you know. And so, um, but the last person to speak was a guy named Orson Welles. And Orson. Why do I know that name? Yeah. He's an author, right? Yes, actually. What, he was a very intelligent man. He even did. Uh, uh, what was that uh, called? Um, very Citizen Kane. He played the lead in Citizen oh, Kane. Oh, yes. If I'm not mistaken. And then he also did the radio live dramatization of War of the Worlds. 
but the guy he was that's the one i know yeah the world the world he was extraordinarily educated very sophisticated Mm. um the guy opens his mouth and it's just you can tell there's a lot of thought put into what he's saying and it's not necessarily big words but it's definitely sophisticated words so he's standing there and he looks at jimmy and there's several things he says one he says jimmy you are an evergreen in a forest of hollywood amongst a myriad of plants that grow and wither within short periods of time some longer than others but you sir are an evergreen and that's so much for a roast right and then he goes in to say he says oh and he says something offhanded about hollywood got him and he says no wait that's wrong hollywood never got him because all we've been able to do up here sir is imitate you and that's all we're able to do Oh, wow. That's super cool. It was so amazing because even even some of the others made a point of they didn't even roast Jimmy. They wouldn't even talk to Jimmy. They were roasting everybody else. And Jimmy's just sitting there. And Lucille Ball, (laughs) she's sitting right next to Jimmy. And so when Orson says that, she just, she kind of gushed and went, oh, isn't that the truth? Sort of thing. And so, and and then Jimmy, you could see in his eyes the appreciation and admiration he had for Orson. Mm -hmm stood up shook his hand and everything but this is just one of those guys who it was a job to him he wasn't trying to make it more than it was and when he got called in for uh, military service he went into the army air corps as a pilot and he flew over 30 raids in the european theater and the guy was six foot three six foot four he couldn't fit in the beds and so when he did, when he did um, uh, the Spirit of St. Louis, and he's doing um, uh, Charles Lindbergh's flight, the movie, um, there, if I recall correctly, there was an interview. He said that when when Charles was going through the Army Air Corps, he actually modified his bunk bed so that there was a slide out. So he created a slide so it slid out the end of the bed so that Charles could lay down completely flat. And then there he jury rigged a lever on the side of his bunk pull his feet in and then pull that, that, that tray in whenever there was the uh, midnight um, uh, spot inspection while everybody's sleeping. Cause it was technically wow. against Rex. And he said, if I had had that idea, <laughs> I could have saved oh my myself goodness. so much pain sleeping in those beds. <laughs> so anyways, if, wow. if there was definitely one guy I could talk about for a while, it's definitely Jimmy Stewart. So I'll have, I'll have to check him out. Here we I've go. just recently, like re fallen in love with and mm-hmm. and on like like fangirling <laughs> over like hard hard um jim cavici cavici cavizel yeah so no wonder you had two two movies with him in it okay all right yeah because and it started just this week um somebody sent me a little clip of him talking on fox news Oh my gosh. Oh, Dude is a powerhouse. Oh, he sure soft-spoken, is. Soft spoken, but he's powerful. Because oh, yeah. oh, he's yeah. ta- he's speaking out about against abortion and against what's happening in our culture and mm. the the social the culture war that's happening and, and the passivity uh of the of the church. It's, oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So oh yeah. So I'm, I'm, I am legit fangirling over him right now. <laughs> Did you like 
like at a teenage girl at a Justin Bieber concert. Oh, no. That's that's how into this I am right now. I finally saw my first. Kiss. I actually sent him a a message on Instagram. He hasn't messaged me back. But oh really? What'd we'll you see. say? Oh, here, let me read it to you. <laughs> Nope, that's not it. Stop it. (laughs) You ever seen his uh, testimony about the... He was at a very large megachurch, and he's talking about his experience on the passion of the... the passion of the Christ. Um, Yeah. And, uh, oh, man, he's... Oh, he, at one point, he just stood up and just... He was preaching. Mm. But... Did you find it? So I... Yeah, I sent him... uh, Hi, Mr. Caviezel. My name is Matt. I'm a pastor in Prescott, Arizona. I recently saw a clip of you being interviewed on Fox News. What you said was powerful, brilliant, and much needed. I'm in the process of deprogramming myself of a theology that elevates passivity for the sake of peace above all else. Mm -hmm. In addition to reading the diaries and writings of George Washington, John Adams, and other founding fathers, can you recommend other books and resources that would aid me? I am, of course, reading and rereading scripture, but I'm finding it difficult to read past the lullaby effect that comes with familiarity. I appreciate all your work and am inspired by your strength and faith. The lullaby effect that comes with... That was very well put. Thanks, man. That is very well put. I like that. That 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 definitely communicates a great deal. I'm very interested to hear what he ends up saying back, perhaps. Yeah, I hope he responds. I I messaged Candace Owens once, and she never got back. So we'll see if he messages back. But um, right on his Instagram page, he says, Hey, everybody, this is my only social media. Don't go looking for me on Twitter or anything, because this is the only one I've got. It's like, well, maybe he'll respond. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah, I've only gotten, let's see, I've only gotten responses from Alan Alda, uh, President Ronald Reagan, uh, President Bill Clinton, Barack Obama. Uh, I didn't even write Joe Biden. I got a response from one of the ladies in waiting for Queen Elizabeth. Uh, wow. And that's, I think that's it. And so, um, boy, that'd be cool to, to hear what, what Jim has to say. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, when, anyways, we, we're... We, <laughs> We, we've yeah, practically we probably, put like, together a podcast start already. This thing. <laughs> well, we right. Uh, we could dub this one. This could be like this, like, like a bonus clip of going. Okay, this is our right. celebrity crushes. <laughs> yeah, male actors that you have that you that you fangirl about. <laughs> yeah. If if there was one, let's see. If there was one other, I admire a lot. Uh, Keanu Reeves. I don't know much about him. He's a very quiet individual. And one of the things that does that, that he doesn't necessarily go out of his way to prevent this. It's just, he just does what he does and whatever gets publicized. What? So, so be it. But he lost his wife. He lost his daughter. He became homeless. Uh, He lost a great deal. The man has been through extraordinary pain, but he's a, he's just a person and he acts like one. He'll ride the train. Somebody's got a uh, uh, spotted him riding a subway, and he's sitting down. And a woman gets on the subway, and he offers offers her his seat, and he just gets up and stands there. Nobody really sees him. 
And um, there was even a plane flight where in California, the plane had an emergency landing. He ends up renting a van. He could have just taken off, but he rented a van, put everybody on that plane in those vans and drove them to the destination. Even stopped along the way to have meals with them. It's just a guy. And I'm going, that's so cool. I like that. Right. I wish I was rich so I could do stuff like that. Right. (laughs) Right. So there's others I respect. Uh, Patrick Stewart's one of them. Um, yeah, Denzel uh, Washington. Denzel, yep, yep. Sean Connery uh, a, a little bit. Um, uh, uh, Morgan Freeman eh, for a while there. Um, but uh, Sandra, I like some of the, some of his thoughts. But Sandra Bullock. So cool. Anyways, all right, you start us off. We really we've got two podcasts worth of stuff here, so at least one. You know. So, if- if you want to take everything that we just did and edit it into a, an episode, I'd be totally good with that. All right, cool. Well, thanks for joining us today, folks. Our email address is beardedbiblebrothers.gmail.com. Please message us with your celebrity crushes, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Oy vey. <laughs>